0: This is the Family Church of Connecticut podcast. I'm Abe. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I'm going to be sharing three testimonies, well, actually six testimonies from three couples that were blessed on July 1st, 1982. They were part of the 2075 couples that were blessed in Madison Square Garden. You might be one of those couples. Your parents might be one of those couples, but um, this is just six of those viewpoints, and uh, yeah, these people shared at our last Sunday service on July 1st. We had a lot of cake, and uh, yeah, it was a just a great experience hearing from them, sharing their stories. If you have a story about your blessing experience, um, I'd love to hear about it. We always love hearing people's stories and their experiences, um, so just reach out. You can find us at familychurchofconnecticut.org, and um, yeah, the Testimonies are going to start with Pastor Mika actually introducing the couples with a brief selection of Hyundai materials, and then I will briefly come back in and tell you who the couples are before they actually share. Anyway, without further ado, here are the testimonies.
1: So before I invite up our testimony givers for this morning, I'd like to share uh, some words by father about our 207.5 couple. So I took a picture um, from the Champu Mogyang, and I'm going to share about that. But actually, uh, before that, I printed... These were some words that True Father gave on June 20th, 1982, entitled Blessed Family. This is just an excerpt. This was to the candidates to be blessed on July 1st. When I went to bring mother home from the hospital yesterday, this was right after Jungjunim was born, I had a very intriguing conversation with the doctor. It made me feel ecstatic to think about the beautiful way in which God made his creation. The doctor said that women's wombs are very small until a baby is conceived and then they start to expand like a balloon. When a cesarean operation is performed, the womb is almost transparent from being stretched so far and the doctor can actually see the baby inside. The womb seems to be fragile, but in reality it is strong enough to contain a healthy growing baby for nine months. That is truly mysterious. When such mystery and beauty exists, how can atheists accept the idea that mankind came into being by accident or by chance? Mystery exists not only in human life, but everywhere. Sophisticated, intricate beauty can be found in the world of birds, fish, and throughout the creation When you look at a newborn baby, it's almost spontaneous to think, how perfect is this little baby? God did not forget anything. Hair, eyes, ears, ten little fingers. How wonderful. Love is the true ancestor of creation and the force behind generation. During my years of searching for the truth, the first question I asked God was about the essential nature of the universe The answer was rather simple. The beginning point of the universe is love, and the end result is the parent-child relationship. God created mankind and the universe in order to create a world of love through which he could dwell in that parent-child relationship. This is the central truth and essence of the universe. And uh, in the Champoomogyung, they give some background before each section. This is Uh, on the section of the 207.5 and 6,000 couples. On July 1st, 1982, the International Marriage Blessing Ceremony of 2,075 couples was held at Madison Square Garden in New York City. It is of great significance that it took place while True Father was embroiled in a court case. The blessing ceremony included, among others, 705 couples who were engaged in May of 1979, Another 843 couples engaged in December of 1980, and 653 couples engaged in June of 1982. On October 14th, 1982, the International Marriage Blessing Ceremony of 6,000 Couples was held at Jamsil Indoor Stadium in Seoul. The 6,000 Couples Marriage Blessing Ceremony drew couples from 85 nations, including 1,500 couples from Korea, 3,600 from Japan, 90 from Southeast Asia, 150 from the United States, 100 from Central and South America, 400 from Europe, and 60 from Africa. And here are two two quotes by our true father. On July 1st, 1982, the marriage blessing ceremony of 2,075 couples was held. When there's a wedding in a village of even only one couple. It is cause for celebration. So opposing a wedding of thousands of couples is surely wrong. I'm sure the police were shocked to see that there were no protesters at this blessing ceremony. It must have been a huge shock to Western society. From now on, you should all be very proud of our marriage blessing ceremonies. And another, right now I'm in a court struggle in the United States. If I were an ordinary person, I would be making a commotion as if someone had died. Instead, however, I officiated at a wedding of more than 2,000 couples. This has a very great significance. When my history is recorded, it will be seen that days like these carry the most value. The fact that I'm doing such public work for the sake of a country that opposes me is enough to turn history around. All right. So I would like to welcome up our three representative couples this morning. We have the Jumpolis and the Fongs and the Desitels.
0: <laughs> the first to share is Kyungsook and Chen Fong.
1: My name is uh,
2: Kyungsook. Uh, I'm very honored to share. We've been uh, engaged for four or five years, in the 36 years, so four years. Uh, looking back, so Mika uh, has to make asking two points share quick. So, one was what was most memorable all that time? Because we also had ups and downs and all that. But looking back, I remember when I, not the happy time, I can remember going through a really difficult time. Which is, uh, which was, uh, I gone through cancer about 10 years ago. So I became, now I'm okay. Uh, I'm very independent and very proud woman. I can do many things, no problem. So <laughs> that's me. I was. So I became really helpless. I lose weight so much. I can lift on my leg, can move, and whatever. So gone through that. One time, we were driving parking lot, uh, going somewhere a long distance. I had to go bathroom, <laughs> right? So, I had, uh, but I couldn't make a parking lot to the bathroom. I had to, no choice. I got out with all my strength, come out the car. But he, I got that I mean, my husband got the the door and in the trunk we had a blanket so he covered me that I couldn't go back. From. <laughs> that time I saw Superman <laughs> next to me for the first time. I thought I'm always better. I can do this. <laughs> so real... Friendship, friends, uh, when you cannot do, you are in a difficult situation. Happy moment. We share too, but that passing through, but that I am helpless. So I look back, I can do this uh, front of my children. I have uh, four children, not this one. Not this one, not this one. But I was comfortable of my husband. So, uh, that one is very memorable for me. Uh, at the second point, suppose share uh, what we're learning recently. Um, I learned before I was a lot, you know, in, older by the uh, principal. But I love. We are older already. here, we came this far, why we bother a little deep. Focus our energy something else. <laughs> right? So I feel my life, our life, the best time actually. Because we are retired, we don't have to go work, we don't have church title, all the burden, we, children are out, all of them. Once in a while, I take a grandchild, but it's different than on children responsibility. I am tired, I call my daughter, honey, come, pick up. Your baby, your baby. <laughs> so, love freedom and enjoy more. So, I'd like to learn finally how to celebrate more. You know, we're always very tight. <laughs> so, the God given man to our life, each other, the only man God I love, God gave us. Why not celebrate and help each other? So, thank you. Thank, you.
0: thank you. Here's her husband, Chen Fong. Is it okay I sit down? Yeah. <laughs>
3: okay. Uh, she, she's so deep to me because when I speak, I people tell me, uh, my Team captains tell me I'm so horizontal. I'm born American. That's why they tell me I'm so horizontal. Uh, we we were engaged in 1978 in London. And uh, it sounds romantic. We, can, we were engaged in London together, right? She's from Germany and I'm from America. Uh, it is so wonderful. When, we, uh, when Mika asked us to to, to give something, I, I better be very quick about this, but I don't, I don't have a thing to think about. Then the only image is my wife and I in San Diego, and she was pregnant for the first time. And then she blossomed. Before, when we were engaged, she was kind of short and skinny to me. Short and skinny, not so, you know, in Korean. In German also, she, she, she worked in Germany for six years. But when we, <laughs> when we were in San Diego, she became so beautiful to me. She was the fruit in the womb All of the things, the beauty of the fruit. It took 36 hours for her to have the first child. It was such, and I was starting to fall asleep beside her bed. And then she, you know, what do you think (laughs) you're doing? But that was so amazing, the beauty. When you read about the mystery of this child coming out, it was astounding to me. And to be part of this, oh yeah, well, we took Lamas uh, to help each other, and uh, and we thought that we you know we, I could help her with her pregnancy or her pain and everything. She kept on pushing me away, so that was such a beautiful thing though, because she she was in such anguish, and i you know. She she had to be alone, and you have to understand live for the sake of the other, not that we you know that we prepared in a certain way. It doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. So that that tells me that I have a thing to learn. I I'm really grateful. The second child, just to tell you, she she came out before she even went to the. the the pregnancy room, Uh, the room to have the child. I went to park the car in the hospital, but by the time we went upstairs, she's already out. So that was consolation for the the first pregnancy. So life is beautiful and I I really thank God and true parents, she's my most wonderful dear. I gave her flowers this morning and she just smiled and just accepted it. She never asked how much it cost. She usually asked me that. Thank
0: you very much. And now here's my mother, Beth Desotel.
4: So uh, I love the opportunities to hear um, other couples' testimonies. Each one's so varied and so beautiful. So I thought that uh, when you were asked to share a couple points, thought that I'd kind of go back to before CLOFA, because so I, I had the experience when I was in the seminary of also participating in that May '78, um, the Mother's Day matching. And at that one, um, David Kim had asked True Father to match seminarians, and True Father matched several seminarians, but in my case, um, that one didn't work out. So I was matched, and of course, I, that was a very painful experience, And um, so after I graduated from the seminary, I had the, everyone was going to CARP into these really big missions, but I I really needed to lick lick my wounds. And I thank God that uh, Tiger Park was our, uh, those of you who might've known him, had the uh, fortune to know him. He he let me just kind of go a little bit easier course to uh, just let me catch my breath. So I was working in, new york in the performing arts department and i was working in the deli sun any of you remember the deli sun restaurant that was in the corner of uh 481 8th avenue and uh then i went home to visit my parents in 79 so i was home and all of a sudden out of the blue that phone started ringing it's like five times in a row ringing 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 and i'm like and this is not cell phones this is one of the wall models so it's really loud and uh Here's the message, friends of mine in New York, there's a matching, get back here, get back to New York immediately. And I was in Virginia at the time. Get back to New York immediately, get back to New York immediately. And my sister was sitting in the kitchen at the time and she's like, what the heck is going on? And at first my impulse was, well, I'm not ready for this. You know, I'm not really ready because it came out of the blue. And then I thought and prayed and then that, that intuition kicked in and I said, you know, I have to go. So my intuition told me to go. And so then at that matching in 79, the, uh, the sisters and the brothers who had been previously matched were wearing this ribbon. And um, so the sisters were lined up down the middle of the grand ballroom in the New Yorker and the brothers were on the other side and true fathers going up and down the aisle, pulling people out, and that experience with True Father was so clear. That's one of my treasures. Because I was standing in the aisle and I was wearing a pink dress. I was nice and young and slim and lovely. And the sister next to me had also been through that broken matching experience. And she just sort of, she was a friend of mine and she just kind of started to collapse. Um, it was like getting too much for her. And at that moment, I felt some surge of strength and I just put my arm around her and helped support her. And at that moment, True Father just, he gave me one of these laser visions, like he focused in on that. And I realized it was coming on my part. That wasn't, it was just love on my part for her. And uh, then he pulled Clofa out of the midst of the brothers and set us up. So there we were. And then, So here we are 36 years later. And the lesson I learned is that heaven's always working to put us in a certain place in a certain time and to listen to that intuition and follow it. And then sometimes there are great opportunities. Of course, we don't take that opportunity. Um, Heaven will work in another direction, just like uh, Google Maps. It's going to immediately redirect, right? But try to... um, I'm striving, we should all strive to follow that intuition because that intuition, I, I'm so grateful because I, uh, I was meant for Clofa Desitel. And it's funny when I think of that first matching, I ca- actually cannot remember True Father matching me. I can't remember it happening. Of course it happened, it happened, <laughs> but I can't remember it happening. And uh, I just remember walking out of the room with the brother Benatcha, I can't remember a true father doing anything. But for um, with Clofa, I thought, well, this is where I was meant to be, and heaven worked to get me there. So follow that intuition, and I'm grateful I did. Thirty six years later, we just took a little three day vacation, and I think the second point I want to uh, share, it's something that we've really built on, is um, once you uh, then after you you're matched and uh, blessed, and then you build a family. That first child comes, and of course, for us, four more came. And then um, always, you'll build, that, build things together. Build things together. Uh, I can remember at one point I was talking to our children, and I was saying, you know, we're, we re- we're really poor. We're poor, we can't really do that. And the children were like, we're not poor. We're not poor, because I realized, you know, in a way, based on the national standard, yes, we are poor, but we never acted poor, and we never let us keep, it. we never let um, money keep us from doing things together. We always did things together. I mean, that if we, we didn't have money, you can go to a state park, you can camp, you can, t- you can take a walk, you can go to your kid's recital. Those are the moments to live for, the moments you share with your children. So... We're really grateful now that our children like to be around us. And um, we realize because we, we love being around them. And even though, you know, we had missions, we always took time for our children. And now our grandchildren, so we're, we're blessed, we're blessed. And uh, of course we want that for everybody.
0: And now here's my father, her husband, Klofa Desitel.
5: We did go on a vacation recently, And uh, something, if you've ever been to one of these villages where they reenact the culture at that time, this particular one is in Massachusetts. Uh, It's called Old Sturbridge Village, and there was a midwife. This is before the Civil War. Some of the things that the midwife said made me rethink some of my initial uh, sharing today. When you look at the projector up there, everybody take a look up, up at the top of the projector. You know, when you go see a movie, you know, there's a wall back there, right? And there's just this window, okay? You don't see who's back there. So that's kind of the unseen world. When you think about balancing the efforts that we have internally and externally, there are things that are unseen. So in the process, one of my, you know, we came up with a beginning point as we sat and and discussed what we're gonna talk about today, uh, to trust the process. There is a process and we can't see everything. There's stuff going on behind the wall, behind history. So when we talk about God's God's heart being projected into the subject and object and then the union, this projection, we can't see everything. We can't see all that's going on behind the process when Father's matching people. So um, I took a... Much appreciated road trip from Houston, Texas, where I was. My first mission was in business. And um, we drove all the way from Houston. to. I didn't think I was going to be matched. I had just joined maybe less than two years earlier. Got in a van. We drove all the way to New York. I was just no pressure because, you know, hey, not me, you know. (laughs) I got some more work on me. (laughs) I'm still in process, right? So... Anyway, uh, we, we have gone to uh, a number of places. When we first moved to Connecticut, we went to 19 state parks. It just so happened at that time, the state of Connecticut was going to start putting money into deferred maintenance, fixing up the state parks that they had left, you know, with the previous governor, of course, whatever. Uh, so I was making some notes. Uh, as you can see, I uh, was uh, starting to, yeah. uh, you know... I think I, I, this midwife said that at the time in history, before the Civil War, before really the Industrial Revolution had not really taken fully, take, taken full hold of, of things. So it was not really, America was not a, it was an old nation. Now take that word OLD. In unification thought, maybe not in divine principle, but there's a clarification of what OLD is, original loving dominion. The word dominion itself, we think it has this heavy weight. Not as bad as indemnity, right? Like,
6: oh, uh, i got to pay indemnity,
5: right? Who feels that way? Who feels enthusiastic about indemnity? But when you get older, when we get old, it's by design, right? We don't know everything that goes into the design, but we're learning more and more. OLD, original loving dominion. Old, so it's cool to be old. Yeah. Because I hear 20-year-olds saying, I'm so old. Come on, get some perspective here. So, God projecting himself into us, into our children, into our community. I was the projectionist when my true mother, our true mother, through my spiritual mother in California, I was running the projector, not in one of those little rooms. I was sitting right there in the group. Mary Beth Revis, Mary Beth Ross, anybody know her? We were running the projector, and I had it just all set up. It was starting. It was about our marriages. It was about our movement, et cetera, et cetera. So I turned to her, and I said, you mean Reverend Moon matches you? And She said, we'll talk about it later. I said, Okay, so after the thing was all over, I told her, I said, I am totally relieved because I have no trust in myself picking a spouse. So when this midwife in Old Sturbridge Village, Old Old, it's cool, talked about birthing of children, I realized that my wife could have died. She could have died, (whistles) become toast, dust. A number of times. So I'm so grateful. Even though she frustrates me sometimes. Right? Oh, <laughs> But, you know, it, I, I have to constantly look at, I don't understand everything that's behind her mind, behind her day yesterday, or what's bothering her mentally. So, uh, I just can't know everything. You can't see everything. There's the seen and unseen. There's internal and external. So it's cool to get old. Embrace it. Original loving dominion. Okay?
6: So, back to the origin.
0: Next up is Mike Cempali.
6: Thank you for coming today. Uh, I joined in California, and uh, Dr. Durst always described joining the church as sitting in the bleachers at a baseball game. And if you think, I don't know if you're familiar with sitting at Yankee Stadium, there's a bleachers, right? Where all the, the very the cheapest tickets available, people sit in the far, far away in the cheapest tickets, right? But usually those people are always like, uh, you know, complaining against the players and yelling at the players and, and it becomes the, the bleacher creatures, right? So Dr. Durst described joining the church as being in there, being part of the bleachers, being picked out and asked to go be the batter in the baseball game. And then you're batting against Sandy Koufax. And now, for the young people, Sandy Koufax was the best pitcher in baseball, all right? So joining the church You're like out there screaming nothings at the players being picked up to be the main batter against the best pitcher. And um, I felt like in the way that I was matched, the same thing. I was in the bleachers sitting on the floor of the New Yorker hotel while people were being picked out and being matched and I was like, you know, "Ah, okay, all right. You know, for three days I was sitting on the floor and it was the last day. I thought, maybe I better get out of the bleachers. (laughs) So, father picked me and handed me a photo. And um, I didn't, uh, I told myself, don't look at the photo <laughs> right and because I wanted to I, I wanted to respond purely to father I didn't want to like have my gaze go to the picture and then my eyes go to father and like whatever expression on my face would have happened right and I did not want him to see that <laughs> so I just I just Did like that, accepted the photo and bowed my head without taking my eyes off of father. And then went and didn't look at the photo, walked over in front of mother and did a full bow in front of mother, did not look at the photo yet, and then went over to the table and placed the photo on the table. And then they, you know, the officials started writing all the things so I wouldn't lose the photo or something. But I felt like that I was being plucked out of the bleachers at that time. The Father gave us the, gave us the aim, why we are being blessed. It says this in the, I forget which peace message, but once you change your lineage to God's lineage, your offspring will belong to God's lineage naturally. So this was uh, my motivation to be part of the blessing. So we, we've had uh, four great children. We have, actually we have a fifth child, offering child, we gave, offered to Shizuka and uh, Herb Mayer. And uh, you know, like God said to Adam and Eve, after the fall, it's kind of paraphrasing, there'll be pain mixed in with all that joy and that's kind of where our life has been so so far. There's been a lot of pain mixed in with the joy. There was, and there is. Um, great thing is my parents came for the blessing in Madison Square Garden. And Atsuko's parents came, or Atsuko's mother came from Japan. So um, we had, a, and it was a hard time because you couldn't take care of your parents because you're in the blessing, and then, so all that preparation and and all that, then the day after the blessing, we had a big speech in the felt forum right so i i I can't even remember what happened to our parents. We've sort of left them <laughs> left them to out there in New York City right uh, yeah in the bleachers <clears throat> so um and then later, Osco's mother visited California after the blessing and so my parents were in California, so we met, and uh, Atsuko's mother had created a beautiful dress for my mom by hand in Japan. After meeting my mother one time, from, and then she took a photo of my mother, and then from that photo, she would, by hand made a dress and then brought it as a gift, and, and my parents were you know, moved, of course, and uh, it was all nice. And, and then later, my mom tries on the dress. This is after Atsuko's mom had left. And inside, inside the pocket of the dress is $300. No. <laughs> and my parents, like, freak. You know, it's like, oh, my God. You know, it's like they reacted so over the top. And, and, I, and they couldn't understand the culture. Right, the culture, the difference in culture. That it's a giving culture. It's a gift culture. And so that prompted us to, to really have a greater discussion about the purpose of the blessing. Right? It's, what did Father call it? The intercultural marriage exchange. I'll get back to that. The, my father after our first son was born, Peter, we, we took Peter, and my wife and I and my father visited Japan. So then my father could visit with uh, Atsuko's father, and, uh, and they held a big banquet. And, uh, um, you know, in Japan, they have a big banquet. Everything's on the tatami mat, and everyone's sitting on the floor. Almost no way my father is gonna sit on the floor. And so they built up, all these pillows and you know like the the Japanese have this little bamboo table that you sit on the floor and you have a little bamboo table in front of you you know and so they stacked three bamboo tables on top of each other had him sitting on all these pillows he was a king (laughs) he was a king of this reception there's like 150 people and he's he's like over the top of everybody, (laughs) sitting on the pillows with the... And and he had a great time. And uh, all the uncles and uh, parents that were there were toasting my father. They were toasting, you know, bringing over, toasting, bonsai, kum, whatever, kampai. And then they were singing together. Then they were singing together. And they were crying together because they, were, they all realized, you know, Japan, America, that whole thing. We kind of play the words, oh, enemies, you know, becoming together through our marriages. But actually, this is where the, I think that was the only time I saw my father cry. And, uh, and the Japanese guys were all there crying and toasting and crying and singing. My father sang, You Are My Sunshine. Go figure. (laughs) My father sang that song. That was a surprise. The father called our blessing the intercultural exchange marriage blessing from the peace message. These marriages will contribute to the enormous task of transcending the barriers of race, religion, nationality, and culture. But the transcending stuff is not so simple. You know, um, I grew up with four brothers, and uh, I actually had a sister and another brother, but I I really didn't know them. They came came after I had already gone. So, But uh, the four brothers, and sarcasm was our way of communication. And we mastered sarcasm. And it was the way we expressed our our really our deepest feelings was first to get the sarcasm out of the way, right? And to hurt each other with, not hurt, but mostly all self-deprecating sarcasm, against myself sarcasm. Like, I'm so bad, I'm like this, right? As a way of communication. <clears throat> But Otsuko's culture has no idea what sarcasm is. And Otsuko's culture, or maybe Otsuko's personality and my personality, we have to transcend those things. Because for Otsuko, that sarcasm, I mean, she doesn't get the joke, she doesn't get the the comedy, she doesn't get the the laughter from the sarcasm. She just says, oh, you're not serious. All right. And also I don't get Atsuko's personality or culture, right? Her silences, which normally the cultural cues, right? Silences, the way the head does, the eyes, the way the eyes look, right over my head. And uh, She'll say, You're not paying attention. (laughs) Okay. And it's true, right? It's true. What is attendance? Even true parents. What is attending true parents? Paying attention. So I realized that um, really. it, uh, you know, all those cultural cues I would just ignore. And uh, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for true father's aim, relentlessly, father's relentless words, trying to keep our aim on the focus of the blessing, of the achieving the ideal husband, the ideal wife, achieving this aim, and teaching us the value of sacrifice and offering. That we can improve our future through sacrifice. That our sacrifice today is for the future, it's not for today, and Uh, making ourselves an offering today is for the future. And I think that's the way I could overcome, I haven't transcended yet, to overcome gradually these personality and cultural issues as I'm trying to resolve or trying to achieve the enormous task that Father has given us. And uh, I really appreciate and grateful Uh, true father's words, relentless, never stopped talking. That's amazing. And also Atsuko, who never talks at all, but has spoken so deeply to me through her silence, so. (laughs) So I appreciate that and I'm really grateful. So thank you, (laughs) your
0: turn. And finally, here's his wife, Atsuko Jampali.
7: Yeah, thank you very much, my husband. (laughs) Uh, Three months before our matching, I have a dream. And that's a black and white dream. And that time I was in Japan because we matched by picture. And right-hand side, because the driver's side is opposite of American and somebody driving, and I look at him, the person, it's tall, no, very handsome. The image, <laughs> image was very strong. And then <clears throat> we are called, oh, from headquarter, your father doing matching soon. Please go headquarters in Japan, Tokyo, and take a photo and filled up all information. Yeah, I went headquarters. And they said, you have to call your parents to get permission because this is be international matching. So I called my mother. What do you think what my mother said? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Like, for myself, I, I have experienced a few months before, um, um, New Hope singer's sister, the Japanese sister and the Korean folk, uh, folk, Korean folk dance team, the sisters came back to Japan. They get the... Because they got the... Um, one year before they have matching, then they get the fiancé visa, then they go have to go back to America. That that time I was working, performing arts center. So I said, goodbye, but not me. I can't go. <laughs> I can not think about going other country. No, no, no. But somehow special like uh, my ancestor or well, angel, well, they pushed me. God, having parents pushed me. I said, yes, okay. I go headquarter, took a picture, filled up all information. So and a uh, few days after I received, you know, fax. <coughs> we call Xerox machines fax. White, white and black, and was uh, all the same person I have dream. So, mm-hmm. And our blessing, uh, in son's Square Garden, my mother came and uh, he, he, because we couldn't meet, I have to prepare everything. My mother was uh, not just, he. she came by herself and he have to find out my Square Garden, everything by herself. How, I don't know how she did, and she was she finds seat and sitting, and uh, yeah I don't I, we don't have any idea can meet her after blessing but we couldn't meet yeah yeah and uh, his parents and my mother was surprised oh that couple was Michael's parents because he, she saw in a blessing time um, his father was running around looking for us I. Oh, Atsuko, Michael, oh, there, 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 like this. My mother will see the person. Oh, that is the same person. That's Michael's father. And, and okay, let's go dinner together after blessings. And Michael's mother said, Oh, Atsuko's mother here. Let's go Japanese restaurant. It's nice. And <laughs> it's my her father said, Are you kidding? <laughs> It's Italian, <laughs> it is. Yeah. and we talk uh, some more in Italian. The yeah, we are very happy. We will have family, and we make good family. So, and uh, we ha- we ha- we want to have two boys and two girls. I talked to my like uh, his parents. Good idea, and uh, his father said. No, no, no. All boys. <laughs> because he was, I think he was um, coach for Little Ring Baseball. Oh. So, <laughs> so but having parents made a good deal between we have three boys and one girl. So I really appreciate having parents always listening to my question and my request and uh, and yeah. your parents give you a huge blessings. And we really appreciate our parents support us, and our sisters really always protecting us and supporting us. And we really appreciate the community too. And great, we have a great community. Thank you very much.
0: Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, I hope that you enjoyed that. I know for me and for many of the people that were there at Sunday service, it was just so heartwarming and cute and just fun to see these couples sharing. Um, Happy anniversary to all of you. There were 2,075 of you. We only heard from three today. Um, We'd love to hear your stories. Uh, Again, it's at familychurchofconnecticut.org that you can reach us and um, yeah just let us know Um, anyway until I talk to you again soon next week um, I hope you have a great day great week God bless you and I'll see you later